Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Walhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi bi ihsanin ila yumiddin Amma ba'd After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ya ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yakhshaa' wa min nafsin la tashba' wa min dua'in la yusma' verily Allah we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered and from a dua that goes unanswered to proceed ikhwan fanawasilu ma'akum fi hadhihi al-laylati al-mubarakati al-karimah so we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Musafideena min ilmi al hadith, min ilmi al hadith. So we continue to learn tonight in the science of al hadith, in the science of al hadith. فَمَنْ يُذَكِرُنَا بِالْكِتَابِ الْمُخْتَارِ so who can mention the book that we have chosen to study in tonight's class? 
What's the name of the book? Al Bayquni. Al Bayquniya. Manzumatu Al Bayquni. Taib. Limada summiya summiyat hadhi al Manzumatu Manzumat Al Bayquniya. Why is this book called the Manzuma of Al Bayquni? Why is it called that? Because the one who authored it is part of his name, Huwa Al Imam Al Bayquni, Rahimallah Taala. وكان إماما في الحديث and he was a great scholar of الحديث ما عنده كتب كثيرة على الأسف he didn't author a lot of books يا إخوان على الأسف فما سمعنا عنه كثيرة so we don't really hear a lot about him هو مثل الإمام البسام رحمه الله he's like the great Imam البسام ما ما عرفنا عن له إلا كتابان أو ثلاثة كتب Perhaps we only heard that he did two books or three books or so. Some of the scholars are busy authoring. Some of them are busy explaining, teaching verbally without writing. No. Imam al Bayquni, he lived in the 700s, I believe. And uh, and the uh, 700s or so. And they differ regarding the time that he actually died. And you find that a lot. When the scholars may differ on the, accu the actual date of when did the Imam die or so. Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Maktub Huna is written here, Ya Ikhwan. في سنة ألف وستمائة ألف وثمانين آه and the thousands I said seven hundreds and the thousands around the time of Imam Al Shaukani رحمه الله تعالى نعم هجريا أحسن طيب فمن عندنا فائدة تتعلق بعلم الحديث who has a benefit connected to hadith that they want to mention any benefit you wish connected to the science of Al-Hadith. The science of Al-Hadith. We learned the Hadith. And perhaps this was the last Hadith that we discussed, that we learned. The Hadith that is called Al-Musnad. Well, Hadith Al-Musnad, it can be authentic. وقد يكون حسنا يكن بحسن وقد يكون ضعيفا and it can also be weak طيب فما معنى المسند هذا عند بناتنا one of our beloved daughters one of our beloved sisters what is the meaning of the hadith المسند what's the meaning of the hadith المسند من عندكن بالجواب who has the answer from our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters? Al Musnad, the Hadith Al Musnad. What is it? Ah, la alakunna mada safartunna liyoma. Perhaps our beloved sisters travel today, Ikhwan. They were busy or so. Musnad, ma andakum Hamza, tfala. Ma udifa lil Nabi, attributed to the Prophet. Wa itisalu sinat, and it has to have a complete. Chain. The chain is complete. And it has to go back 
So the Messenger alayhi salatu salam. Ma ma'ana al-musnad. Hal ma'ana al-musnad anna al-hadith sahih. The meaning of musnad, does it mean you're saying the hadith is authentic when you say this hadith is musnad? Al-jawabula, the answer is no. Al-musnad lahu sharatan. Faqat, ihfadu hadayni sharatayn. With the hadith al-musnad, at two conditions. You're focusing on two points, two issues, two components only. That's it. Al-awwal, first condition, ittisalu al-sanad. Ittisalu al-sanad. Condition number one, for the hadith to be musnad is that the chain has to be complete. Ittisal as-sanad. The chain has to be complete. Wa-athani, and the second condition, ya ikhwan, yantahi ila nabi Second condition, it has to go all the way back to the Prophet. Has to go back. To the Messenger, alayhi salatu wassalam, alayhi salatu wassalam. Ta'ir, woman gayro, anyone else? Any benefit connected to hadith? Fadl. You can say that. The people of hadith are also the people of Allah. You can say both. The Ahlul Qur'an hum Ahlullah. As it comes in the narration, the people of Allah, they are Ahlul Qur'an. You could say the people of the Hadith are the people of the Messenger The only thing, The only thing is that we don't have a narration with that verbiage, with that actual wording. But bima'ana, na'am. In meaning you can say that. A brother contacted me one time. فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ Imam Salafiyin. So the brother he said, Don't you know? Perhaps he wanted to argue or debate or so. He says, Don't you know that the, Imam, that the Messenger is the leader of the Salafis, those who ascribe to a Salafiyyah, the Quran and Sunnah, with the understanding of the Salaf? I said, Na'am bi ma'ana, by way of meaning. And I said, But do we have a statement? From the hadith of the Messenger Allah والسلام, that has that wording. The answer is no. The answer is no. And I mentioned him, it will be better to say, it will be more honorable to say, the Messenger والسلام, is the Imam of the Muslims. Is the Imam of the Muslims. That will be better. That includes every man yashadu an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammad rasulullah biduni al-ikhtisas biduni al-ikhtisas that would be better that includes everyone who testifies that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that muhammad is the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam without excluding any muslim no ta'ya فَمَنْ حَفِظَ أَخْرَ بَيْتٍ who memorized the last line that we did وَالْمُسْنَدُ من يريد أن يقرأ هو وانس الرسائل تفضل الله أكبر الله أكبر سنت سنت جميلا جميلا طيب ومن تفضل همزة والمسند متصل
وما بسمعي أحسنت أحسنت الله أكبر الله أكبر تفضل والمسند المتصل الإسناد من راويه حتى المصطفى ولم يبن وما بسمع كل راوي يتصل إسناده للمصطفى فالمتصل الله أكبر جميلا جميلا نعم تفضل والمسند المتصل الإسناد من راويه حتى للمصطفى ولم يبن وما بسمع كل راوي يتصل إسناده للمصطفى فالمتصل جميلا أكرمكم الله ميلا أنيوا ميلا أنيوا حفظت اليوم ميمرايز لا تفضل شيخ والمسند المتصل الإسناد من راويه حتى للمصطفى فالمتصل وحتى المصطفى ولم ولم يبن جميلا الله أكبر الله أكبر تفضل والمسند والمسند المتصل الإسناد والروح من راويه حتى مصطفى ولم يبن وما بسمع كل راوي كل راوي يتصل حتى إسناده إسناده للمصطفى والمتصل الله أكبر الله أكبر عند بناتنا من حافظت one of our beloved daughters who memorized and wants to recite فلتتفضل الله أكبر الله أكبر أرسنتي أرسنتي ومن بعدها anyone else after our sister Arsanti, Arsanti, Jamilan. Woman Badaha, anyone else after our beloved sister? Ah, it's Natan, only two today. Ah, the brothers win this one. Allah Akbar. Tada. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, I sent, I sent. Jamilan, Jamilan. Type and Tabu Hunayahuan, pay attention here. La Alana Semirtu Min Badikum. Well, Musnadul Mutasilu is Nadu. Perhaps we heard from some of you that you paid a dhamma on the isnad. So pay attention here. It should be al-musnadu al-muttasilu al-musnadu al-muttasilu isnadi. Pay attention. It should be a kasra there and not a dhamma. Wal-musnadu al-muttasilu al-isnadi. Perhaps we heard a dhamma from some of you. So just pay attention there. Al-musnadu al-muttasilu al-isnadi min rawi hatta al-mustafa wa lam yabin. 
وما بسمع كل راو يتصل إسناده للمصطفى فالمتصل طيب من هو المصطفى؟ هو المصطفى تفعف عليه الصلاة والسلام طيب فما فرق بين المسند والمتصل؟ What's the difference between مسند and متصل؟ همزة and going back to who? Oh, تقربته close, super close. متصل إلى إلى فما فرق بينهما? What's the difference between the two? الفرق فقط يا اخوان المسند خاص للنبي انتبهوا هنا فاحفظوا هذا memorize this point here المسند is only talking about the messenger عليه الصلاه والسلام المتصل قد ينتهي اسناده الى اي شخص ما النبي وغير النبي عليه الصلاه والسلام as for the hadith that's متصل it can go back to the prophet and it can go back to anyone the hadith our Imam Ayyub mentioned قَبَلَ الدَّرْسِ before the class هذا كان متصلا ولكن لا يكون مسندا لأنه ينتهي للنبي لا ينتهي لعبد الله ابن عامر ابن عاص لعله طيب the hadith of Imam he recited before our class we can say that is مسندا لا because it didn't go back to the messenger we can say it's متصل it's complete yes but not to the Prophet ﷺ. It went back to Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As. Be ma sami'tu with regards to what I heard. Wallahu ta'ala wa alim inda al-Bukhari. Rahimahullah ta'ala. Fahadha al-farqu bain al-musnad wal-mutasil. And that's the difference between the musnad and the mutasil. Who can repeat? Musnad goes to who? Mutasil goes to who? Mutasil yantay isnadu ila ayy shakhs. Mutasil, the chain can go back to anyone, the Prophet or other than the Prophet. Musnadan only goes back to the Prophet. Man la yafham, who doesn't understand. Our little Shaykh, Musnad goes back to who? The Prophet. Mutasil goes back to who? Anyone. Anyone. Aina Sundus al Layla, where is our beloved sister Sundus? She's not here tonight. Perhaps she's busy. Tai, look, man. Musnad goes back to who? Tai and Muqtasil can go to anyone. Sahibun Nadara, Abila brother, with the nice glasses. Musnad wal Muqtasil. Maho al Fark. Musnad Muqtasil. What's the difference? The chain goes back to the Prophet. And which one? Jamilan, what about Multasil? Allahu Akbar. This is for one of our beloved sisters. Tay, ma faruku bain al-Sahih wal-Hasan. Maybe tonight we'll give a test. We'll save that for next week, inshallah. Tay, we may give our test differently, Ikhwan, than our beloved Imam, our beloved Shaykh Fasih, our beloved sister teachers that teach, mashallah ta'ala, Bahja, and who else is over there, mashallah, that teach from the sisters, Amatullah is there. Khadija is there. Ihsan, what's her name? Zayn is there. Zainab is there. There are many, alhamdulillah. At any rate, 
يبينون لكم متى الاختبار سيكون وهذا جيد لا بأس لكن أما أنا فلا لا أتابعهم في هذا الطريق There are other teachers and other imams and the likes they may tell you okay tomorrow is a test and that's good but I may not do it like that why not ya ikhwan we differ there because if you tell the people tomorrow we're going to have a test everyone tonight is going to do what study, study. you told them to study if you didn't say tomorrow is going to be a class only the mutamakkinun minhum yadrusun only those who are grounded and firm and serious are going to study because tomorrow is a test no because I want to be strong, I want to be serious, I want to be knowledgeable. I'm not studying just because there's a test. That's why some scholars didn't like tests. Some scholars didn't like the modern way of learning. The jamiat, institutions, and the likes. They didn't like that. Many of the scholars didn't like that. And they say because it takes away the blessing of the learning when it leaves the masjid. When you start madha, المسلمون يدخلون ويدرسون في الجامعات والمعاهد والمدارس فذهبوا من البركة والبركة في المساجد when the Muslims left the masajid and went to the universities and the schools and the institutes and all those are good but the origin according to the messenger is that the blessing is in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so many people don't like the test, the modern tests. You're telling the people, hey, tomorrow is a test. And now we're just gonna study. Also, many of the people only study for tests. And then after the test, I'm not gonna need that information no more. I'm not, so we don't study it. But Islam is the opposite. Islam is the opposite. Every day is our test. Are we gonna live and work by the knowledge or not? That's our test. وكذلك يوم القيامة Likewise on the day of resurrection يا إخوان عندما نقوم أمام الله تعالى ونسأل أن أعمالنا هل عملنا بالعلم الذي عندنا من الله سبحانه وتعالى هذا هو اختبار On the day of resurrection when we stand in front of Allah and we're questioned did we work by the knowledge that we had this is the test So we may do it slightly different We may come one day and it will be a test and the people are going to say nobody told us mashallah ta'ala at any rate We'll see, inshallah ta'ala. Ta'ya. Let's begin, ya ikhwan. Irafai qalilan. Raise your voice slightly. Ah. What's the difference? The precision of who? The accuracy and the the thoughts, the precision of the narrators. That's the only difference between the Hassan and Da'if. The accuracy of the narrators. The accuracy of the narrators. Hassan al-Sahih. Uh, Hassan. Uh, you can say Hassan al-Sahih. Some uh, Tirmidhi used to say that a lot. Hassan al-Sahih. And that phrase has a few meanings. If you heard someone say Hassan Sahih, usually that came from a Tirmidhi. They didn't really use that before him, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Hasan Sahih. Qad yakun wa al-ma'ana anna al-hadith Hasan wa Sahih. Hasan anda ba'd al-nas wa Sahih anda al-akhareen. What can that mean? If you say the hadith is Hasan Sahih. Some scholars deem it to be Hasan, while other scholars deem it to be Sahih. So they say Hasan Sahih. Some scholars say Sahih, some scholars say it's Hasan. Shaykh al-Bani, 
does that a lot where he says this hadith is sahih and then another scholar comes and says this hadith is sahih a hasan or the opposite sometimes Sheikh al-Bani says this hadith is hasan and then another time he says it's weak Pay attention here, Some of the principles that we're learning, a lot of them, all the scholars agree to them. Some of them, they differ. This shaykh, that's his ishtihad. This other shaykh, that's her ishtihad. She works by her ishtihadiyat, he works by his. So sometimes you're going to see this scholar may differ from this scholar. Shaykh Mukur rahimahullah wa huwa min talamidhi Shaykh al-Bani. Ahyanan yukhalifu Shaykhahu Shaykh al-Bani. The Shaykh of our Shaykh, a Shaykh Mukur rahimahullah, who is a student of Shaykh al-Bani. You find a lot of times that he differs with his Shaykh. That happens. Shaykh al-Bani says this hadith is Hasan. Shaykh Mukur says this hadith is Zayif. He's giving you his opinion. He's giving you his opinion. That's why I don't see how Muslims we argue so much in Ikhwan. And most of the arguments are positions that are allowed. One brother says, you're not on the Sunnah unless the women wear black. He said, hadith min al-Nabi. We say, I challenge you, ya akhi. Islamically, Islamically, present one authentic Musnadan, going back to the Messenger, the chain is complete, that is crystal clear, and what the Messenger said what you're saying. I give you one better than that. Give me an ayah. Where our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala mention any color regarding the women. If you're truthful, you can't do so. The strongest hadith someone of hadith is going to mention, the hadith in which Aisha was mentioning, or Umm Salim, Aisha was mentioning the meaning of the hadith when they came out for the Fajr prayer, they came out as if they were crows. That's not Sarihan, that's not crystal clear, that's not Mutasilan, uh, that's not Musnadan. What's Musnadan? It's not going back to the Messenger of Allah. That's mawkuf to Aisha. So you can't use that as a proof. And there's no command. And it's not sarihan. She didn't say absolutely that they had on black. She said like crows. That can have a few meanings. What's one meaning? They had on all black. Another meaning? Black and white. Not black and white. They had on something dark. Another meaning? Not welling. The description of the outer garments. Never. Not a group. Purple. <laughs> can be gray. Can be gray. Can be dark. Could be black. Also, everything was covered except the eyes. Only thing you can see was their eyes. So this is not sarihan. Sarihan is absolutely clear. This has some ambiguity, for example. You can't use that as a proof, yeah. As we mentioned in some countries and continents, the, the women on the Sunnah may wear different colors culturally. You go to some place in Africa, Nigeria. You go to Ethiopia. The Hafidah, the, Mutamassika to Bilkitab wa Sunnah. The memorizer from the women holding on to the Quran and Sunnah, she's going to wear different colors now, culturally. In Ethiopia, they wear, the, we may say, rayon color. A bright color, mashallah ta'ala. And she's a memorizer of the Quran and the Sunnah Bukhari, alhamdulillah. You go to Malaysia or you go to Madha, uh, 
China or Japan or Japan or what else? Indonesia. The women on the sunnah there, what color do they wear? White, cream, beige. Culturally, you go to the Khalid, you go to Yemen, you go to Dubai, you go to the Emirates, you go to Saudi. The women on the sunnah, what color do they wear? Black. None of these don't have no proof yet, Juan. So sometimes we're arguing positions here, Juan, that are allowed. One brother said, why don't you use this term a lot? You don't say this a lot. Do I have to? No, I'm not saying you have to. Then what's the problem? What's the problem? Sometimes we're arguing issues. Yeah, hey. Alhamdulillah. We were playing basketball the other day. Ahmed kept shooting real far. Somebody said that's why we lost. I'm not saying that. He made most of them, but he was so far, so far. I know he likes Steph Curry, alhamdulillah. We were playing, everything is one point. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I can make it, I know I can make that. I'm sure you can make that. Get closer. You don't have to shoot that far. Why not? Everything is one. Everything is one point. <laughs> My point is, sometimes we're arguing issues that are allowed. I don't understand us as Muslims, yeah, if we get back to the Quran and Sunnah, I guarantee we'll argue less. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. The brother who moves his finger in the Salah. Another brother points his finger in the Salah. If you know why they differ, you're not going to argue with the brother. That's his position. MashaAllah Ta'ala. You don't agree. He has his hadith. It's not as authentic as your hadith. Alhamdulillah. But he has an asl. The sister doesn't cover her face. MashaAllah Ta'ala. The scholars differ into two opinions. You're not going to downplay the sister who doesn't cover her face or think the one who covers her face is better. No. The scholar is different. If they have their hand flat, some scholars say that. Some scholars say your hand is flat. Some of the scholars in Africa, in Mauritania, in Nigeria, they have that position that you don't make a fist. You keep your hand flat. I've never memorized their proof yet. But some scholars say that what's their origin? Allah Alam. The the narrations they mention the Messenger of Allah used the qabda. He used to make the qabda. He used to clench his fists. Some narrations say the three fingers here. At any rate, either he would clench all all of his fingers together and put his ibham the thumb on top of the sababa or on top of the madha uh, the wusta the middle finger and point with the sababa. Another narration, Ibn Umar, that he would clinch with the small, the khinsir and the binsir, the two small fingers, and then the other ones would just relax, and then he would point with the sababa. But I've never memorized yet the hadith that they are using. But some scholars say that. There's another narration that he would make the madha, the halaqa, the circle, with the two fingers. So the description of how your hand is comes a, different, a few different ways. You can make a fist and put your thumb on top of your middle finger. That's a sunnah. You can clench the two small fingers and make a circle with the ibham and the wusta. That's another sunnah. Inshallah, we get to the salah. You'll see there are a few different ways how the Prophet ﷺ had his fingers. But I've never heard that he kept his fingers flat. Just like the hands on the chest. There are a few different ways for your hands to be also. One narration, the, the hand on top of the forearm. That's one way. Another way is that he would, he would grab his left hand with his right hand. That's another sunnah. So sometimes you grab your hand. And sometimes he would place his right hand on his left. 
over them are from the Sunnah. And that's a benefit of learning different ahadith of the Messenger Some of the people do hand on top of hand. Some scholars say that, but I don't know their I don't know their proof. You see a lot of sisters do that. And they put their hands on top of their hands. Uh, hand on hand. I just don't know the hadith they're using. So, uh, so that means the people that put their hands to their side, would that like technically bid'ah? We're not going to say it's a bid'ah. Ma'andana dalilun ala annahu bid'ah. We're not going to say it's a bid'ah because we don't have no proof that it's a bid'ah. Lakin naqul annahu mukhalifatun li sunnah. But we can say it contradicts the sunnah. وَبَعْضُ النَّاسِ يُنْسِبُونَ هَذَا الْفِعْلَ إِلَى الْإِمَامِ مَالِكِ لَكِنْ هَذَا لَيْسَ بِصَحِيحِ However, many of the people, they attribute this to the great Imam Malik, that they pray like this. But that's not correct, ya ikhwan. As he mentioned many times in this masjid, in his own book, the book Al-Muwatta, he mentions in the book of Salah, and then he mentions the same hadith that Bukhari mentions about placing the right over your left. No. Can a hadith go from... Sahih to Hassan, if you say, for example, uh, Hadithan instead of like Qala or... Can a Hadith go from Sahih to Hassan? The answer will be no, but it can go from Hassan to Sahih. It's not about Qala or Sami'na or Hadithana, Lakin بعض العلماء يقدمون الحديث فيه سمعنا أو الحديث فيه حدثنا لأن السند أقوى some scholars, they do prefer the hadith that says, I heard the Prophet say, over the hadith that the Prophet said, because it's stronger. It shows the Prophet knew you was there, he was narrating to you. Likewise, if you say hadithana, hadith ibn Mas'ud, the Prophet narrated to us. But if you just say, I heard, uh, if you just say, he said, it doesn't mean you heard him say. I say, one of the brothers said, my hadith could be weak. Because it could be someone that I heard it from, that I'm not mentioning. So my chain is, munqatir is broken, broken. So it depends. But a hadith can go from Hassan to Sahih. A hadith can go from Hassan to Sahih. Sometimes when Shaykh Al-Bani, he says, this hadith is Hassan. ثم أحيانا يقول في موضع آخر هذا الحديث ضعيف. لا يوجد فيه تعارض. Sometimes in Shaykh Al-Bani's books, you're gonna find this a lot. His books are tremendous. No student of hadith is gonna go without the books of Shaykh Al-Bani. And we're not saying we blind follow the great Imam. No. We're not saying that. But we're saying his books are tremendous. He has some tremendous hadith books. You can't do it without his books. His Sasilat Sahiha, his Sasilat Da'ifa, his Jam'u Sahih. You can't do it without those hadith books here. I guarantee you. At any rate, sometimes you find in one place he says, This hadith is Hassan. Another place, the same hadith, he says is da'if. There's no contradiction. What is he saying? Let's see who's paying attention. One, one place he said, the same hadith is Hassan. Another place, in a different book, the same hadith, now he says it's weak. Who can explain? Same hadith. He's seen something after. Maybe he changed his opinion. That's one understanding. At first, he deemed it to be Hassan. Then he kept studying, kept studying, kept studying it. And he said, oh, I was wrong there. This hadith is da'if. That's one way to understand it. Maybe there's another hadith to abrogate. Something could abrogate it. You could say that also. What's another way? Can be both. Huh? Different, same hadith. Same hadith, verbatim. Same chain, same hadith. Same subject. 
Uh, it could be both. What does that mean? The hadith as da'if that we mentioned, Ikhwan, the hadith as Hassan. Takalamna an Aqusam al Hassan. Babayanna an Aqusam al Hassan. Kisman. We mentioned that there are two types of Hassan. Who remembers? One type of Hassan is? Hassan li Second type? Hassan li the hadith when he says it's Hassan here and then he says it's Da'if, no contradiction. He's talking about the Hassan li ghayrihi. The Hassan chain that is Hassan because of another chain that raised it up. The sisters back there, mashallah ta'ala, she's memorizing, alhamdulillah, memorizes, Allah Akbar. She's memorizing from Surah Ta'ala Imran. And then another sister, she almost got the last page, alhamdulillah, she keeps making a small fumble. Another sister comes and helps her. Raise her up now. Now she goes from Hassan li ghayrihi to Sahih. For example, the other sister came and now she helps her. She recites it, she recites it, she recites it, she recites it. And now she has it. Be, 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 before the other sister, she was a little shaky. Now the other shaykha came, you recite it, I'll say it. You say it, I'll say it. You say it, I'll say it. And now Allahu Akbar, Asbahat, Hafidatan, Dihadi Surah Bihamdillah. Now, because of someone else helping her, she memorized the surah. Hasan the origin of it is that it's weak. That's the origin of the Hasan chain that needs another chain to make it Hasan. The origin of it is that it's weak. We're doing our push ups, and Myra does 25, alhamdulillah, easy. Zaid comes, 11, 12. And then Hamza comes, I got you, Yahi, and holds him up, 14. You got this, 17. But he's not doing it by himself. <laughs> he's not doing it alone. We're helping him. We're helping him. That happens. <laughs> so without our help, he falls on his stomach. So we helped him. He became Hassan Ligayrihi. By himself, he couldn't get 20. Now, here we come. You got this, Yaqib. Bismillah. Come on. Two more. Two more. And we're holding his body up. He has it. When Shu'ib is trying to shoot the ball, mashallah ta'ala, it looks like he's throwing rocks. But then... And then we, we help him. Put your hand right here, Yaqib. It's okay. You're not throwing rocks. Nobody's fighting you. We're not in a war. We're having fun. We're playing basketball. And then we teach him how to, alhamdulillah, Omar comes and he teaches him, get your elbow straight. Look at the rim. Stop closing your eyes, Yaqib. Wipe off your glasses. First and foremost, where are your glasses? We find his glasses, put his glasses back on, and now he shoots. <laughs> so, without the help, he's not as strong. So, the origin of the Hassan al-Ghayri is that it's da'if. So when Shaykh Al-Bani says, Hassan here, he's talking about Hassan Li-Ghayrihi. The origin is weak. In this other place, he says Da'if. Now he's talking about that chain. Here he's talking about the other narration that came to raise it up. And it's one of the trickiest parts of Hadith. When some scholars differ. We're going to get to a Hadith, inshallah ta'ala, that's called Mursal. Some of the scholars differ on the Hadith that's Mursal. Imam Ahmed, la yaqbalu al-Mursal li tabi'in ma. Imam Ahmad didn't accept the Mursal Hadith from every Tabi'i. What's the Hadith that's Mursal? It's attributed to the Tabi'i. It's when the Tabi'i says, Qala Nabi. The Tabi'i says, the Prophet said, that chain is Munqati' is broken. Who is missing? A Sahabi. When a, a Tabi'i says, Qala Nabi, the origin of this Hadith is that it is Da'if. It's weak. That's the origin. Why is it weak? What's missing? 
That's hobby is missing. So the chain is broken. So it can't be sahih. It can't be mutasil. Imam Ahmed accepted the hadith as mursal depending upon what tabi it came from. Other scholars, they say, no, it doesn't matter. The campaign is not mentioned. According to Imam Ahmed, if it came from Sayyid ibn Musayyib, if it came from Hassan al-Basri, those great, great Imams of the Tabi'un, he would accept it. So some scholars differ. You're going to find that a lot in your studies of hadith, like in al-fiqh, like in tafsir, like in Arabic. The scholars differ sometimes, yeah, Khwa. Going back to hadith, uh, no. So this, uh, how does the, another hadith uh, help it? So like through the chain or the meaning? Or what the chain. The chain. Mathalan, we'll give an example. One of their brothers come, who's a known liar. It's known that he lies a lot. It's known. Nobody's going to argue that. If he talks, have the masjid, another idea. As soon as he opens his mouth, half the masjid just covers their ears automatically. He comes and say, hey, it's raining outside. <laughs> He's known to be a liar. Someone he talks, hey, hey, hey. No one listens to him. Another brother comes, not a liar, but has a weak memory. He says, hey, it's raining outside. A sister comes, who her memory is, mashallah, superb. She says, it's raining outside. The first two narrations are weak. First one has a liar. Second one has a weak memory. The sister comes, strong memory. Her narration is accepted. And the other narrations, we can use her narration to support their narration. So alone, the narration with the liar is daif. A second narrator comes saying the exact same thing. Also weak, but it's not severe. A weak memory is not severe. That hadith can be strengthened. So both of those narrations together, along with her narration, can be strengthened and raised up to be Hassan Lighayri. And it happens a lot with narrations. As long as the weakness is not Bishidda. The weakness is not severe. Not every weakness is the same. Having a weak memory is a, a weakness. The chain being broken is a weakness. But neither one of them are severe. In one narration, it can come. Hassan al-Basri says, Qala Nabi. The original, the origin is that this hadith is weak. Why is it weak? The chain is broken. Sahabi is missing. Another narration comes and teaches us. Hassan al-Basri heard it from Ali ibn Abi Talib. So now this hadith teaches us. Hassan al-Basri heard it from another companion. That campaign that was missing, now we know who he is. It's Ali ibn Abi Talib. The hadith of Hassan uh, now becomes marfu'ur. And this was hadith is so tricky. Right? At any rate, going back to the first question, sometimes you're going to see that the scholars differ. When we differ, as long as we differ with manners, and knowledge, not our desires. The two sisters, they come. One sister says, what I understand, when you're leading the salah, المَرَّةُ تَكُومُ فِي نَفْسِ الصَّبْ The one sister, she believes, when the women are praying together, the imama stays in the, in the row with the other female Muslims. 
And then the other sister comes. She says, La, هذا الموقوف على عائشة. الصح أن نتبع النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام. هذا هو الأصل. هذا قول الثاني. Another sister comes with manners, honor, not trying to be disrespectful. She says, I'm going to give you another position. That's what Aisha did. But what about what the Messenger used to do? So we have two opposing positions, but they, they are, they are mentioned with manners and adab and knowledge. This type of difference will never hurt no one. Will never hurt no one. But how we do it today, you don't take my opinion. I don't go to your masjid. I don't follow. It's not like that, yeah, May Allah teach us all and allow us all to be true students of knowledge. Let's continue, ya Wantahina bil Musnad. We finish with the Hadith al Musnad. Wantahina bil Mutasil. And we finish with the Hadith al Mutasil. Tay. Qal al Imam al Bayquni rahimahullah ta'ala. Qal al Imam al قال الإمام البيقوني رحمه الله تعالى مسلسل قل ما على وصف أتى مسلسل قل ما على وصف أتى مسلسل قل ما على وصف أتى مثل أما والله أنبأنا الفتى مثل أما والله أنبأنا الفتى كذاك قد حدثنيه قائما أو بعد أن حدثني تبسما طيب هذين بيتان أو هذان بيتان هما لذان يحفظان So these two lines here is what's memorized this week for homework inshallah ta'ala طيب عندنا الحديث يسمى مسلسلا Write this down, Nikhwan. Tonight's hadith is called Musalsal. Tonight's hadith is called Musalsal. Musalsal. La nasma'an hadha hadith kathira. You're not going to hear this type of hadith Allah, Nikhwan. Huwa hadith al nadir. It's a strange or a rare description of a hadith. You don't hear with Allah. Musalsal. So he says, مسلسل قل ما على وصف أتى مثل أما والله أنبأني الفتى كذاك قد حدثنيه قائما أو بعد أن حدثنا أو بعد أن حدثني تبسما He says the مسلسل is a description أتى that comes like when the narrator says أما each narrator says أما 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 or each narrator says, by Allah, by Allah, by Allah, by Allah. He says, Or the narrator, when they're narrating the hadith, they stand up first, and then they narrate it. And then the second narrator, he stands up, he narrates it. Third narrator, he stands up, he narrates it. He says, Or, after he narrates to me, he smiles. The sisters are narrating to one another. 
One of the teachers there, she comes and says, I'm going to give you guys a hadith. And then she's sitting away. She's sitting in the masjid, amongst the women. Sitting Indian style. She says, She says to her sister friends, I'm going to give you guys a hadith. And they prepare to write the hadith. And then before she narrates, she sits up. And then she narrates it. So the sister who narrates the hadith from her, since her shaykh was set up, when she narrates the hadith, when she's teaching her students, she sits up the same way the first shaykh was set up. When she teaches her students, she sits up the same way the second sister and the first sister set up. Or one of the brothers is narrating. He says, I'm going to give you a hadith. And then before he narrates the hadith, or rather, after he narrates the hadith, he smiles. So then when Myra teaches his students, he says, I'm going to give you guys a hadith. Since his shaykh narrated to him and then smiled, he narrates the same hadith and does the same description that his shaykh did. And then when he narrates it to his students, he does the same description that his shaykh, he did the same description that his shaykh. Like that. This is Musanisan. You guys with me? It's a certain description that the narrators are following, the one that preceded them, in that description. One of the brothers, may Allah make me better than how the people view me, I drink a lot of soda. Sometimes you may see me on the lives, and I have a Pepsi. I'm doing better, Yekhwan. Don't laugh. That's the haku. And then I went from Pepsi to Mountain Dew. And I think that was worse. May Allah help us all. So one of the brothers said, you got me drinking Mountain Dew, Yaqi, before I do my class, now I drink my Mountain Dew first too. I saw you doing that. And if that would have been followed, that would be an example of Musa. Before we start class, sometimes I say, Bismillah walhamdulillah. The brother did his class, he said, Bismillah walhamdulillah. Somebody follows him, Bismillah walhamdulillah. It's the Musa is a certain description that is followed. From the narrator to the narrator. Hold on. That's a good point. Is it something natural or is it according to the hadith? It can be a description of his hayah, his demeanor, or a certain wording that he got from the hadith of the Messenger himself. Some of the wording, the Messenger Ali's hadith, Hudayfa, uh, the Messenger, uh, no, hadith, the Messenger of Allah said, Inni uhibbuka lillah. He said, verily, I love you for the sake of Allah. That's how the Prophet started. And then he gave him the hadith. When this companion narrated the hadith, he said, the messenger, he said to his students, Verily, I love you for Allah's sake. I heard the messenger of Allah say. And then when he narrated to his students, he said, Verily, I love you for Allah's sake. I heard the messenger of Allah say. Like that. So it can be something going back to the messenger of Allah in wording or natural Description, like he said, or after he narrated to me, he smiled. No. Uh -oh. Also, can it be silence? Can also be a silent, a silence. Sometimes we're narrating. Uh, we say, write this hadith down, Yehwan, and then we say, <coughs> Myra writes that down. <laughs> so when <laughs> when Myra narrates to his students. He says, write this hadith down, Yehwan. <laughs> and then one of the brothers state, that's part of the hadith. 
It happens here, Ikhwah. You remember the narration of what's the Messenger of Hadith Abi Hurairah about the Dua al-Istiftah, the opening supplication. Abu Hurairah bidobt, his accuracy, lahaza, and the Nabi alayhi sallallahu alayhi wasallam sakata hunaynatan. He noticed from his accuracy, his precision, and watching the Messenger of Allah studying him in his prayer, after the Prophet would say, Allahu Akbar, he noticed he was quiet. The Prophet didn't just say, Allahu Akbar, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, or Hadith Anas, he didn't say, Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. He would be quiet. Abu Huraira noticed that. So he went to the Prophet anhu, and he asked him about it. He said, Ya Rasulullah, Arra'ayta sukutaka hunaynatan fi salah, madha taqul? This Abu Huraira is accuracy. He said, Messenger of Allah, I noticed you were quiet between the Allahu Akbar and the, the, the recitation. What do you say? And then the Messenger of Allah told him, Verily I say, Allahu Musta'adu'a, Allahumma. Allahumma ba'ad bayni wa bayni ahsent. Ba'ad bayni wa bayni khataya kama ba'adta bayni mashkhir maghribi. To the end of the hadith. Oh Allah, distance between me and between my sins, just as you have distance between the east and the west. Abu Huraira noticed that the Prophet of Allah was quiet. So it can also be a quiet. It could be any description that a person does, but it has to be yutabi' or yutabi' has to be followed. Some scholars say each narrator has to do it. Going back from the one who got it from to the one that to the to the end of the chain. That's why you don't see a lot of the hadith that are mus musalsal because it does those hadith are hard to find. There are a few. There are a few, but you're not really gonna hear the likes of this hadith a lot. There are only a few narrations that you can say are musalsal. That you can say are musalsal. What is your position regarding demonstrating women attending the E prayer? Can you provide some proof? May Allah bless you. Inshallah Ta'ala, we'll try to mention it at the end. And may Allah bless you. Tayyip. Tayyip. Fal Musal Sal. So is the hadith where the Prophet says a hadith and then he smiles. He said, I smile because. Now, if that's follow, the Messenger did something, he smiled. Then Ibn Abbas. The same description the Messenger of Allah did it, he does it. And then Sayyid ibn Musayyid, same way Ibn Abbas did it, same way the Prophet did it. And then Hassan al-Basri, to the end of the chain, that'll be Musalsa. Each narrator has to follow the same description. It can be in demeanor, the sister's narrating. While she's narrating, she fixes her kimar. She's narrating to her sister friends. She says, Qala Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. And then she's getting ready. She fixes her kimar pin, makes it jazzy. Alhamdulillah. Her student comes, and the same way her shaykha did it, she does it. And then it's follow from the beginning to the end. That'll be an example of Musalsa. The brother doesn't wear glasses, or he wears glasses, he has them off. When he goes to narrate, he puts his glasses on. His student has his glasses off. When he went to narrate, put his glasses on because his shaykh, when he narrated it, put his glasses on. And each narrator follows that description to the end. That'll be Musalsa. You guys with me? Write this down, Yaqwan. Al Hadith al Musalsal huwa al Hadith al Ladi Yutaba'a 
رجال سنده من أوله إلى آخره على وصف هو الحديث الذي يتابع أو يتابع رجال سنده من أوله إلى آخره على وصف قوليا أو حالا. So we're going to mention two parts. هو الحديث الذي يتابع رجال سنده. هو الحديث الذي يتابع رجال سنده من أوله إلى آخره على وصف قوليا أو حالا. So you're gonna write it's the hadith. It's the hadith in which the narrators follow a specific description and speech from the beginning to the end or halin or a certain condition a demeanor it can be qawliyan, it can be in speech, or it can be halan, in demeanor. He smiled, he sat up, he sat down. Sometimes you're relaxing, and someone says, hey, you have a hadith about this subject? And then you sit up, and you say, bismillah wa alhamdulillah. And then when they narrate to someone, they were laying down, now he sits up. So that's the hal. Or it can be qawliyan, in, in, in statement. Each narrator says, by Allah, the Messenger of Allah said. Next narrator, by Allah, the Messenger of Allah said. Next narrator, by Allah. So it can be verbally, a description as verbal, or a condition. So you're going to write, it's the hadith that its narrators, يُتَابَعُ الرِّجَالُ سَنَدِهِ إِلَىٰ مِنْ أَوَّلِهِ لَآخِرِهِ عَلَىٰ وَصْفٍ قَوْلِيًّا أَوْ حَالًا The narrators of the hadith, Follow a specific description in speech or in condition from the beginning to the end. That's Musalsa. This one you're talking about a description, basically. Has nothing to do if it's authentic, nothing to do if it's Sahih, nothing to do if it's Hassan. Each narrator is following a certain description. Right? My beloved brother Ahmed has that nice hair. Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless him. He narrates to his students. He says, before he narrates, he does that, that thing he does with his hands, mashallah, and his hair flows right through there. His student, when he narrates it to his students, he does the same thing. Follow each, each narrator, follows that, 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 that was that description. Right? A certain description. Right? That's the Musalsal. Ta'ib. Qala wa hukmuhu an yuqbala idha stawa idha stawfa shuruta al-qabool. Next benefit. The ruling on the hadith Musalsal. Is it accepted or rejected? It depends. 
If it fulfills the conditions of the hadith to be accepted, it's accepted. If it doesn't fulfill those conditions, it's da'if. So the Musallas is one of the easiest hadith we're going to study. Nurakizu ala wasf. La ala kalam. La ala tisala sanad. La ala da'fir ru'a. Hifdur ruwaat. La ala hal huwa kadhibun o sadiqun. La. Nurakizu ala wasf. In the Musallas, you're only focusing on a certain description. You're not talking about is the hadith connected. You're not talking about the accuracy of the narrators. You're not talking about is he a liar? Is she truthful? You're not talking about none of that. A certain description. The ruling of it is that it's accepted. If the conditions of the hadith to be accepted are met. What are they to be sahih? Itisal al sanat. No illa al qadiha. No shad. Each narrator has to be dhabit. And each narrator has to have this adala. If you guys memorize that, you can identify any sahih hadith. Hadith Hassan to our sisters. What are the conditions of the Hassan hadith? Has everything that the Sahih has except the narrators, they have khafudopt. Their accuracy is slightly less. Not weak. No. Not weak. Slightly less. What's the conditions for the hadith to be weak? Huh? Doesn't meet the conditions of Sahih. It can only be one of them can be missing. That's it. The chain is broken. Weak hadith. One of the narrators, Mada, does not have Adala, weak hadith. One of the narrators has, or the narration has Shad, weak hadith. If you memorize Sahih, if one of them is missing, the hadith is weak. That's it. It only takes one. If two of them are there, it's even, it's even more weak. What's the hadith al-Musnad? How much time we got? Six minutes. Right, now we're going to give a small test, inshallah. Let's see. Everybody close their books. Small review, inshallah. Let's see who's... I can't see if you guys on your TikTok or your Facebook on the likes. Can't see what the sisters are back there doing. So let's see, inshallah. Tayyip. Luke, man. What's the hadith? What's the difference between Musnad and Mutasil? One goes back to who? What about Mutasil? Allahu Akbar. Five points for Lukman. Tai, one of our sisters. Uh, the youngest of our sisters. Hada Sualulaki. This question is for you. Mahu al Faruqo bain Hassan wa Sahih. What's the difference between Hassan and Sahih? No hope. Let her answer. What's the difference between Sahih and Hassan? Raise your voice slightly. The accuracy is slightly less. And which one? Allahu Akbar. Our sent. Our sent. Tayyip. Our Shaykh. 
Shuruto Sahih. Give us the conditions of the Sahih chain or Sahih hadith. It is all of Sanat. Chain is complete. No shad. No illa. Now readers have to be adil and dabiton. I sent. I sent. Hamza. Atina ta'rif al hadith mutasil. Give us the meaning of the hadith that's mutasil. MashaAllah. Al hadith al ittasil al sanaduhu is the hadith that the chain is complete. Sheikh Mayra. Hel ma'ana min al mutasil and al hadith sahih. When you say the hadith is mutasil, do we understand the hadith is sahih? The answer is no. Give us the meaning of the hadith that's da'if. That is one case of the opposite of Opposite of Sahih, explain. In the sense that the conditions are not and the conditions of the Sahih are not fulfilled. Even if it's one. Four of the five can be there. The chain is broken. Hadith is naive. One of our sisters, uh, the oldest from our sisters, our Shaykha, our memorizer, the one who recites the hadith, mashallah. I like when she recites the akhwar. When she says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. I wish I had the Shaykh number in Yemen, uh, Shaykh Abu Muhammad. I say, Sheikh, listen to our sister recite the hadith. Listen, ya Sheikh. He will cry. She recites as she's, as she's the teacher. Allah Akbar. That's how you should recite, Yaqwa. May Allah help us. Ta'ib, Imama. This question is for you. Ta'ib. Give us an authentic hadith. Any hadith you wish. In Arabic. Has to be Sahih. Jamil, I say, who's the narrator? Where is it collected? Aksanti, Aksanti. This is for our beloved brother Ahmed. Ta'alamna anna Sahih hayan qasimul al qismain. Famahuma. We mentioned or we learned the Sahih hadith has two categories. What are they? First class. Oh, let's see who goes back over their notes. Two categories of Sahih. What are they? When you don't know, you say you don't know. Our little Shaykh. Two hadith, two categories of Sahih. What are they? Labas, Labas. Where is Sister Bahja? Did she come tonight? This question is for you. Huh? Labas. Pause. I don't know some of them. My name is Her sister. This question is for one of you. Hadith, the Sahihs have two categories. What are they? Mutawatir? 
Not mutawatir. We didn't get there yet. Mutawatir is a hadith that the numbers is so vast. has no limit. That's why they call it mutawatiran. It's numerous, numerous narrations of it. Huh? What about... You guys can work together. The hadith, sahih, has two categories. Two categories. Sahih li Allahu Akbar, Santi, Arsanti. Taib, back to our brothers. Hamza, ta'alamna hadith al Hasan, and no yan kasman al kismain, famahuma. We learned that the hadith al Hasan has two categories. What are they? La bas, la bas. Father Sheikh. Hasan li dati, Hasan li dati, Hasan li ghayrihi. I sent. Taib. لماذا العلماء يبتدعون كتبهم بالصحيح Why do the scholars start their books of hadith teaching the sahih hadith first? Father Shaykh Because it's the most reliable It's the most reliable, the strongest, the most famous, the most important You can say that accent طيب What else do we do so far يا اخوان طيب we learned the word bot accuracy, precision. And we learned there are two types of accuracy. One of our sisters. What are they? You guys can work together, Labas. Oh, these are nice questions we're gonna have on our tests, inshallah. Huh? Close, close. Two types of dot. Dot something and dot something. Myra? I sent dot to Sadar. That's most of you. Accuracy your memorization. When she narrates the hadith, eight out of ten hadith, she gets them right verbatim. Verbatim. And then the second one is Dabtu Al-Kitab Accuracy from your notes He doesn't hear the hadith and memorize it verbatim No But mashallah He takes good notes When he goes home He memorizes from his notes So he gets his accuracy from the notes That's why we differ with those imams that say don't write It's one of the best ways to become firm From your notes you write, you take it back home, and you memorize. He didn't memorize it from the Shaykh, no. He wrote it down and memorized it from his notes, for example. So there's two types of dabt. Dabtu sadr. You hear the person recite, as soon as he says it, I got it, yaakhi. You memorize it? Yes. I heard you say it, I got it. Like Bukhari, Ahmed, Shafi'i. Who was Yekhan? Wakir Ibn Jarrah was like that. He heard it, he had it. Alhamdulillah. Most of us, we have to write it down. Myself, I gotta write and write and write and write and write. And then when I write it, I can memorize it from what I write by Allah's mercy. Some people are audio, some people are visual, some people are. Alhamdulillah. It's not important talking to a couple today. They differ on how they learn. You say, why are you arguing about the how? It's not important to how. You memorize it this way, you have to draw a house, and the man has to come in, it's no problem. 
You can memorize it this way, no problem. The most important is that it's memorized. How you memorize is never gonna harm. I write it 25 times, no problem. You have to say it over and over and over. Alhamdulillah. The sister, when she's working out, she says Alif, Ba, Ta, Tha, Jeem, Ha, Kha. Alhamdulillah. That's how she memorizes. The point, the point is not how. The goal is that you memorize it. These are just means. So this is why we differ for those brothers that say, those, some imams say, don't write. Listen to what I'm saying. Alhamdulillah. If they can memorize. If they can't memorize like that, then the message, the goal, it's going to pass them by. One of the best ways to learn is that you take good notes. And then you have to take time to go over your notes. And sometimes we don't really have a date of review because we have class almost every day. But it'll be nice from time to time, hopefully in the future, we can have a day where we're just making maraja'a. For example, of the Quran, of the Hadith, of the Arabic, of the Aqidah, of the whatever we're memorizing, for example. Like we did to the end of today. Ask questions to one another. It's one of the best ways to make the knowledge stick. Make it firm. Three minutes left, Yehwan. Our sister online, she says, question, is wearing henna on your hands allowed? Not henna on the fingernails, but in the fancy way that you see on the E. Is that allowed, inshallah? Is there any proof to support? We say first, may Allah bless you and all of us. So we say, as far as I understand, I don't know any proof to say that's haram, especially on the days of the Eid. In the time of the Messenger there were many of the women who would adorn themselves with the likes of that. And the Prophet of Allah did not deny them in that regard. So you can't say that is haram. As long as it has no resemblance to the non-Muslims, we're not imitating them in this regard, then it remains upon the origin, and therefore it will be allowed. We can't say that it's haram, we have no proof to say it's haram, so therefore remains upon the origin in Allah Ta'ala. What's your opinion about the menstruated woman attending the Eid prayer? Can you provide proof? This question would depend on where are the Muslims having the Eid prayer. What does that mean, ya Ikhwan? If the Muslims First example, if the Muslims have the Eid in their masjid, and they don't have a place designed for the women to sit uh, when they're on their menses. Then it will not be allowed for the women to come. For example, our masjid here. 
بعض الفصول تحت الحمد لله وعندنا بعض الفصول والحمد لله رب العالمين For example our masjid here We have a musalla, the place that's designed for the prayer to be held We have a kitchen I don't, I don't know if they have a kitchen on the women's side also they have a, We have two kitchens alhamdulillah A kitchen over there, a kitchen over here We have classrooms downstairs We have other rooms So a woman or her men says that this masjid here She is commanded to come to the Eid She just can't come on the musalla The Messenger of Allah prohibited from the hadith ibn Umar in the Bukhari Muslim prohibited the woman on her menses to come to the the musalla. He commanded the woman to come to the Eid but she stays away from the musalla. Some people think this is the masjid. No. The musalla is the place in the masjid that's designed for the prayer. So we have a matbakh. The sister's on her hayda. She's on her menses. She still comes to the Eid but she sits in the kitchen or she sits in the class or she sits in one of the rooms and she does not come to the prayer area but if it's a masjid that does not have a place for the woman to pray then in this regard she will not be able to come to the masjid another sunnah of the Eid ya khwan and to come as salatul eidi kharij laysa dakhila hadha laysa min al wujub lakinahu ala sunnah mustahab min sunnah nabi alayhi salatu salam Another benefit regarding the Eid, it's not obligatory, but it's a, a recommended act that is held outside. It's held outside. So if we're outside, alhamdulillah, we can make a place for the women who may be on their menses. They still come, they still hear the reminder, they still participate in the festivities, they still have a good time with everyone, alhamdulillah, on their day. And they just stay away from the design area of the Musalla. Last question, ya Ikhwan. Kam yawma ida al-nahar? Al-duha, or al-madha? Salati madha? Al-adha. How many days is the Eid of slaughtering? Four days. Four days? Five days? One day? Which one is Sahih? Three days, so we have four positions. Four, four days. Four, five, three, one. One day, three days. Shurat. And? Tashrit. Tayyip. Al-Sahiyya, Ikhwan, anna l-Eid, Eid yawmun wahid. The correct opinion is that the Eid is one day. Thumma ba'da yawm l-Eid, jaa ba'du ayamin ukhar. Yusamma ayama al-Tashrit. And then after the day of the Eid come three blessed days and they're called the days of Tashriq. You can say the bright days, the light days, the white days, days of Tashriq from Sharraqa Tashriqan. Sharraqa means to brighten, to lighten, to illuminate. So some people say the days of white or the bright days or the light days, no problem. However you want to translate that. The days that are illuminate. These days... Yes, you eat and drink and have fun, as the Messenger Allah mentioned. But are they themselves Eid? The answer is no. The Eid is one day. A proof that they are not Eid is that the Salah la tuqamu fiha, that the Eid prayer is not held on those days. If they were Eid also, there would be an Eid Salah on each one of the days. The Eid is on, the Salah is on the Eid day. And then after that, 
come the days of Tashriq. Many Muslims think these days are days of the Eid. Because you have fun, you eat and drink, you celebrate. No. You celebrate, but they are not Eid days. The Eid is on the day of the slaughtering, the day after Arafah. This is the Eid. And Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala. But four days is four. Ayyam Tashriq is four. It's four, nah, but some say three, some say four. That's correct. And, uh, you can say that. You can do the takbir. No, hey, you still do the dhikr. Nah, but. Nah, but. Hey, but it are these days Eid days. Some of the people, it appears, some scholars say that. Shaykh Al-Bani has that opinion. We love Shaykh Al-Bani. Rahimahullah Ta'ala. When we look at the text, the Eid are the days after the Fitr or the Eid al-Fitr and the Adha. Or you can say the Eid al-Nahar, the day of, the Eid of sacrifice. But it's one day for the Fitr. One day for the sacrifice and the days that come after as the Messenger of Allah said are the Ayama Tashrif, the days of the white days or the bright days or the light days. But these are not Eid. But it looks like they're Eid because the Muslims have fun, they celebrate, they eat and they drink, no problem. But they're not days of Eid. Can you fast on these days? It's better not to fast, rather it's prohibited. Not to fast on these days, as the Messenger of Allah said, Fafihi ayamu or fihi al akl wa shurab wa shayun akhar nasitu al ani akhwan. The Messenger of Allah said, These days here are days of eating and drinking. And he said another description here, but it escapes me at this moment. So it's not allowed to fast on the days of the Eid, nor on the days of Tashriq. Some scholars they say, Unless it's a day that you naturally fast, then it's no harm in fasting that day. But it's better that you don't fast, not on the Eid, that's haram, nor on the days of Tashriq. Some scholars say that's hated, some scholars say that's haram, but it's better not to fast on those days. Wallah ta'ala ala wa alam. Fadl. Subhanak Allahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha la anta. Astaghfiruk wa atubu alayk. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allah, 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 All